Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Ricardo Lemon on either side of the screen. What's up? And uh, today, today we bring you the glorious Trade Targets show. And for the last time this year, you know, we do, you know, exclusively regular season redraft content most of the time, but it can't apply to Dynasty, most of the regular mm-hmm. season content. Um, but the Trade Targets usually pertain to dumping players and grabbing players for redraft, and obviously this week would probably end any chance at trades because it's the last week of regular season for most. Um, with that being said, we're going to shift over the next couple weeks until the end of the regular season when we switch to two shows a week, um, the regular season for the NFL, not fantasy football. So when the fantasy season is over, we're going to shift to the normal two episodes a week content, but for the rest of the regular season on Fridays, which is probably like the three or four weeks, we're going to give you a trade dynasty trade target show. So guys that you're going to want to trade for in the offseason um, that we're talking about, you know, it's good midseason talk about this stuff because things are happening as things are happening. Uh, right. So we'll give you three players that you should trade for in Dynasty. Quick show, probably 15, 20 minutes um, on Fridays or Saturdays or whenever it ends up coming out. But uh, for Dynasty trades. But for now, this week, we are going to be doing trade targets for week 14 for the final time for redraft. Can't believe it's crazy. it. End of the regular season is over. It's kind of sad. Let's be honest. It is it's a little sad. It is very sad. Um, I just, uh, by the way, totally unrelated note. I texted my wife. Um, she's, you know, we, we have some frozen pizzas and I want dinner. So she's putting a frozen pizza in the oven. And she's like, you know, when you're done recording, um, you know, do you want me to throw it in the oven when you start recording, you know, one of your episodes? And I was like, sure. Yeah, sure. So I just texted her in 10 minutes, you know, pop it in the oven. She, she sends me back a TikTok. Oh, and I I don't know what it is. You scared? I don't know. I don't know if I should watch it. <laughs> Are you scared of it? <laughs> kind of. But anyway, so yeah, we're gonna talk about trade targets for week fourteen. Um, before we do that, check out our website fanschampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're watching on, I mean, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcast platforms, please leave a review and share this pod with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below uh, any questions you might have pertaining to trades, whether maybe Dynasty or, you know, greater trade. Greater trade. I mean, it's all trades. Grade the trades. I'd do whole segments on that next year because I think that would be fun. Would be. But anyway. Um, Or we could do, uh, you know, an episode every once in a while where we just roast people's trades. Uh, during the off season, we could do that. There's just so many people on Twitter who post, uh, "What do you think of my trade? Who's who won what side?" And we can just like pull it up and roast people. You suck. You you suck, guy. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we got trade targets for week 14. You ready to go, Ricardo? Yeah. We'll keep this. You know, we'll keep this brief. Maybe this is a practice episode uh, for the 15 minutes. Even though we're talking about five players. 
and we'd have to talk about each player for three minutes in order to reach 15. And we've already spent three and a half minutes on the intro. Yeah, we have. It's been so, tough. Anyway. So we got some players that we want to uh, discuss and talk about for this show. Um, I will say, as a prerequisite, um, these guys are probably going to have really good playoff schedules. So for the last couple weeks, we focused on players who have had the, the really like easy playoff schedules and can can help you win a fantasy championship. Um, and so most of these guys in this list are that. Some are guys that we know will play well in good game. I mean, in uh, against difficult matchups, who have been, you know, affluently affected by somebody else. And I'm talking about one particular player that uh, Rick listed on this. But anyway, um, I do want to reference Jalen Hurts is a really good playoff schedule, and um, we're not going to talk about him on this trade target show. But I think he's a great trade target. So I would Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, until he gets. Pinched for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but I do think he's a decent playoff, uh, playoff schedule, you know, trade target. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the first guy. What say you, Rick? Okay, let's do it. It's Lamar Jackson. And uh, Lamar, Lamar won some championships for the last two years. You talk about some league-winning guys. Especially two years ago, Lamar break yeah, Lamar's breakout year two years ago. He uh, 2019. He he broke out uh, and smashed people in fantasy. He had one game that year under 20 fantasy points. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's insane. His playoff schedule was easy as easy as crap, and he uh, he ended up roasting people. Last year he regressed a little bit, um, and it took him a lot a lot of the a long way through the season. But by the time you reach the end of the season, we talk. I think on our trade target show last year we were talking about trading for Lamar Jackson late in the year, um, and he just turned mm-hmm. it on. He flipped the switch, turned yep. it on, and he was he was roasting people. And there were several leagues where Lamar Jackson was the quarterback of the the team that won the league for me at least, um, just because of the playoff schedule and how easy it was. And a lot of times these quarterbacks, you know, whether you're, if you're in a five and six point touchdown league become even more important, but if you have an easy playoff schedule, you have a good chance of winning um, in at any position, let alone just quarterback. So, um, but Lamar Jackson this year, um, he has a mediocre playoff schedule. It's not amazing, but um, and he's also, he's also been continually ranked on fantasy pros. Is the number one quarterback, and this just tells you the state of the quarterback position this year for fantasy. Because Lamar has had some really not insane. great games. Yeah. Um, he's QB seven on the year. He's QB seven on the year, but Lamar has to has to be better. Like, yeah. otherwise, <laughs> like Baltimore, what are they eight and four, eight and five? Um. I think they're. Eight, I want to say eight and four. Okay, maybe. I know they this lost is this, a, week, so. this is a situation in the AFC this year where you legit could lose three straight games and not even be playoff contention. Um, and yeah, so no. Lamar's going to have to play his heart out over the next two, three, four weeks in order to uh, play his heart out. Sounds really weird, but um, in order to in order to have a shot at um, you know, obviously not just the top seed, but winning the division and all that stuff. So um, 
I think Lamar's going to be really good. He usually ends off the season strong. He's been struggling the last couple weeks despite some easy matchups. Um, and I think that he should be fine long-term. Uh, and I would buy him because of that. And he's also like a buy low. You know what I mean? He's a guy that um, hasn't been playing well. So people are looking at him going, okay, I need to do something else for the playoffs. Uh, and now's the time to go snatch up Lamar. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, especially the way he's been playing the last few weeks. Um, this is a, a fantastic buy for a team that's looking for a consistent quarterback because I know he has been great lately. But it's only a matter of time. It's Lamar Jackson. And this playoff schedule isn't great, but it's not awful. I mean, Cleveland's a good matchup if you start this week. Green Bay and Cincinnati are decent. And then the Rams is the only tough one, which would be the championship game if you get that far. Right. But hopefully he'll, he, if you add him, he'd be able to get you that far. And then at that point, you can make the decision. Maybe you have Taysom Hill still somehow available in your league and he has a good matchup mm-hmm. or something. Um, but either way, it's a good time to buy him. He's probably not expensive. I know Fantasy Pros has him ranked as the QB1, but a lot of people do not view him like that. He's like I said, the QB seven on the season so far, I know some people in the fantasy community um, who are kind of just sick of Lamar Jackson from this la- from this past season and even a year and a half. I know he was great at the end of last season, but the people that drafted him last year were kind of disappointed with him for the first like 12 weeks. Um, and those people might have got rid of him, saw he blew up was like, okay, I'll try again. And then he stunk again this year. <laughs> yeah. so, so there are people that are fed up with Lamar and the way he's um, played. So you can get him cheap right now and he's going to be a very good fantasy asset for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, The second guy on this list by the name of AJ Brown. And I just spent 20 minute monologue talking about playoff schedules. Uh, He's on IR. So Mm -hmm. that is a blessing and a curse, a a blessing because you know, he might actually be purchasable. Right. You might be able to go and make a trade, you know, swap some elements, get some players, right? Uh, the curse is that he's hurt. And he's going to miss the first week of the playoffs. <laughs> oh. Yep. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. This is probably for teams who are, uh, you know, 10 and 4, 11 and 3, uh, who yep. are in the fantasy playoffs, have a bye week, and don't have a situation where they have to play him week 15. Um, if they do have to play him in week 15, that is, you know, this is a little bit tougher. It's scarier, but the playoff schedule for him is just so easy. And it's like, I, I look at, I look at AJ Brown and I think this is an opportunity, um, a very, very large opportunity for success. Um, and I say that because, you know, you want those easy schedules going into the playoffs. Um, you know, I guess I could also, I don't, I don't want to make this bet yet. It's probably even cheaper than AJ Brown, but Julio Jones too, um, Mm. has just as easy playoff schedule. They need some talented guys back in that offense for Tennessee. Um, so I think, I think it's just going to be an infusion of talent like immediately. And I think the offense will get better than they have been playing, but AJ Brown is, is their number one guy. So as soon as he comes back, these easy matchups should lead you know, to greater success long-term in your fantasy season. But I would trade for A.J. Brown. Yeah, I would too. Um, He's a beast, man. (laughs) And his playoff schedule, like you said, is so juicy. All 
green matchups on sleepers, all good matchups for him. Um, he is on IR, but he should be back week 16. He might even be back week 15 because uh, it's a three-week IR, and he went on IR against the I guess week, he's gonna miss a couple days. days before the Patriots. So three weeks would be the week 15 against Pittsburgh, but some teams will hold a player out an extra week. They said he's not um, going to be back until the San Francisco game. Because he has to miss three games, not three weeks, which I think is stupid. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that is At least stupid. that's what I read. Um, Made me kind of triggered. So then, yeah. I mean, but if you have the first round by, like you said, you yeah. are fine with it, or you're just willing to take the risk. Um, A.J. Brown, man, he's been inconsistent. Even before he got hurt, he wasn't doing good. Mm-hmm. But that playoff schedule, and he's the type of player that you get, you get him like two or three good matchups in a row that he could easily just put up like 25, 25, 25 as a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And face points, which is insane. It could just, and that, that will win you, you. That will win you a league. Yep. Um, that's mentioned. I love AJ Brown. So is that, what is that? Yeah. I'm just obsessed with AJ Brown. So there's that. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the next guy. DK Metcalf. Um, he was having. I'm actually curious through weeks one through eight where he sits on the season because um, I'm just gonna look it up right now because he ended up um like he was shredding it in the first half of the season. DK Metcalf, top five wide receiver weeks one through eight in standard leagues, I should say. Half PPR. I'll pull that up just so we can have a uh, for posterity. I'm not too much different. Um. Yeah, it's it's taking a sweet old time to load. DK Metcalf top five. Okay, um, so he had a really easy schedule to start the season, and it led to several games. He ended up being a top five wide receiver overall in fantasy. Since then, he's had five, seven, two, and eleven. Um, with the return of Russ and just some bad offensive play for the Seattle Seahawks, he just was not performing well. Now he came back this week, had a really good game against San Fran, um, but. The playoff schedule is what's so enticing about DK because he has Houston yeah, for week 14 to get you in, and then Los Angeles, Chicago, and Detroit, who all have been easy against the wide receiver position. Um, This could be a stretch of games, especially if Russ is back and the Seattle Seahawks are back and they're playing really, really good um, offensively and they improve and get better and they're not the crap offense that they have been. Um. DK Metcalf could get go lit. He could go off. He you, you could go mean? lit. <laughs> go lit, bro. Go lit. Um, yeah. But no, I, I like DK Metcalf rest of the season, and you can you could probably I don't know that he's gonna be cheap, but you could probably buy him off those five, seven, two, and eleven point games where people are just like, oh god, see how exactly. he's been good, you know, that kind of thing. So he's kind of like AJ Brown, um, where he's had a lot of bad games in a row. Yeah. But people with A.J. Brown are still like, oh, he's A.J. Brown. He'll be mm-hmm. fine, whatever. But with Metcalf, people have kind of given – there's a lot of people that have given up on him, um, which is interesting because <laughs> he had eight targets this week. And the two previous weeks before that, he had eight and eight. He had one game where he had four targets and just vanished. Right. I don't know what happened in that Monday night game against – was it Monday night or was it Thursday night? I think it was – Washington. I can't remember. Whatever. whatever crappy primetime game it was. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, like you said, that schedule, uh, it's just enticing, man. Houston Texans, 
should be easy. Mm-hmm. Rams, you would think is hard, but uh, have given up pretty decent amount of points to receivers. And last time he played the Rams, he had 24 fantasy points yeah. at the beginning of the year. Uh, and then the Bears, which have been uh, a good matchup for receivers as well. So, And then the Lions in Week 17, which surprisingly has been the worst of all those matchups, and it's still the Lions. Mm-hmm. So Metcalf should have um, a couple good games here in a row. Uh, I'm not telling you he's going to be top five receiver, but – um, he has the potential to do that, and you definitely don't have to trade up top five values to get him. Agreed. Rick, why don't you tell us about the next guy, too? Yeah, the next guy is James Robinson. Oh, yeah. I I'll tell you what with J-Rob. Uh, despite Urban Meyer benching him, mm-hmm. um, he's still a good player, and he's played well this year. He's been one of the Jaguars' best players. This past week, people are going to see that two fantasy point total um, and lose their mind. His snap percentage, not great either um, because he's been benched the last two weeks. Um, and week 12 against Atlanta, he was only benched for like a quarter. I think it was like 20 plays or something like that. Um, but this past week against the Rams, I think he was benched for the pretty much. Yeah, It was the first, the first drive, I believe, he fumbled, and they benched him for the rest of the first half, and then the second half he played. Um but it's not going to happen again, I don't think, because of all the backlash that Urban Meyer has received this past week, um, which includes coming from his franchise quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, uh, who, who said, I want you, I want James Robinson on the field. He's one of our best players, blah, blah, blah. He not a good look. Not a good look, Urban. So when, Trevor, when Trevor Lawrence says that, I think um, ownership, the happen. GM, uh, they're going to whisper in Urban, Meyer, Urban Meyer's ear and say, what are you doing? Yeah, play this guy. Um, And if they do, when he just gets the same workload he's been getting all year where he was getting those like 16, 15, 20-point weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, You got Tennessee this week, which is tough. Uh, But that playoff schedule, Houston, heavy dark green matchup on Sleeper. The Jets are the Jets. And then the championship game is the Patriots. That's um, a very good defense. But they've been... Their That's weakness, really I would say, if anything, is against the run. Um, so James Robinson could have a good game in, in that. And uh, you can get him. I'm not going to say cheap, cheap. You're going to still have to pay for him. But he's going to be a very good RB2 who could consistently get 15, 20-point weeks in the playoffs. Against Houston and the Jets, those those two games, week 15, 16, I could easily see him getting like 20-point back-to-back weeks. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think you know, like I said, like I said in the beginning of my monologue about freaking good playoff schedules, um, getting James Robinson is key for a good playoff schedule. Uh, I have currently Josh Jacobs in a league now. Uh, mm-hmm. Trade deadline's already passed, but I would I would trade Josh Jacobs and maybe something else to get James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think I think he's good enough in that department, and they both are kind of in the same area, so you can sell him as that. But Jacobs has a tough playoff right. schedule, and James Robinson does not. So you might have you might be able to hit the unsuspecting James Robinson owner who's frustrated with that one point game in the benching uh, for Josh Jacobs, and you'll get better playoff production from James Robinson. Um, so I think this is the biggest reason to buy him is that playoff schedule and the fact that you probably don't have to pay too much to acquire him. Yeah. But outside of that, love James Robinson. Let's talk about the last guy. We're crushing this right now. Okay. Blowing through. It might get done in 25 minutes. But then the last guy, you know, it's either the shortest because we have no time left or the longest because we have plenty of time left. 
So I guess yeah, we'll I mean we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it, it's Amari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys, and, and Cooper has been disappointing this year. Um, CD is the number one wide receiver, and I I don't I don't care who knows it. Yeah, it's just proof. He's the guy. Proof's in the pudding. Um, but you know you look at that first game of the season. Very first game of the season. And we're just going to talk about the starts that he had all the way up until week eight, uh, for the most part. Um, I don't know what happened in that week four matchup against Carolina. 48% snap percentage. Did you get hurt in that game? I can't remember. Um, this past week? or no, Against Carolina in week four. Oh, in week 14? Uh, yeah, he did get hurt, I think. Not week 14, four. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, weeks. yeah, yeah. In week four, he got hurt. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. So, anyway. I'll, I'll take that game out of this consideration. But he had a 38-point game against Tampa Bay to open the season. 16 targets, 13 catches, 139 yards, two touches. Is that PPR? All, uh, I think so, yeah. Um, all – yeah, it is PPR. Um, every single like person was like, oh, my God. This is Amari's year. The week one mm-hmm. reaction. Now that we've seen a full season. But he had 38 in week one, five in week two. Five in week three. Fifteen in week five. Ten in week six. Okay. Twenty-five in week eight. And then the snap percentage dropped for two straight games. Not sure if that was because of injury or whatever. I would imagine. But it was five and nine. Then he missed two games. And then he had six this past week on 34% snap percentage against New Orleans, which I believe he got hurt in this game as well. No, he... (laughs) So he missed the last two games because of COVID. Oh, that's so right. That's they right. that's they right. only played him on a limited basis, so he was only used on third downs, which is the stupidest thing. But. Anyway, so he had two catches, forty-one yards, six fantasy points. I would venture to say that Amari Cooper is is probably had you know he has his he has his team manager a little bit frustrated, a little bit yeah. angry. Oh, for sure, and for sure, um, yeah. and I think this this the big thing is that. This week you have a week fourteen matchup against Washington. So if you snag him and you're in, you know looking for a playoff spot, um, you know he's a good matchup. And then you have the Giants in Washington again in weeks fifteen and sixteen, which line up perfectly for Amari Cooper in the first two rounds of the playoffs. And then he has Arizona, and Arizona is going to be a tougher matchup in week seventeen in the championship game. But I, it's nothing he can't overcome. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think for me, it's worth it. A lot of really good, really good matchups down the stretch of the season that are going to help you get to the championship. Um, and it's worth it for Amari Cooper, as long as he's got that target share. And when he has been playing, you know, in in 85 or more percent of games, he usually gets the target share. Um, so, I mean, I would hope that he comes in, gets that target share. I think I think it's worth it in the trade dar- trade target department in week 14. And he's the guy to grab. Yeah, I mean, I you can throw CeeDee Lamb on this list as well because of uh, matchups. Uh, his playoff matchup is a fantastic Washington twice, the Giants, Arizona. But um, yeah. I put Amari Cooper on this list just because I think it's probably easier to obtain. Uh, and as you said, the person who owns Amari Cooper is probably more yeah. frustrated with the situation. They drafted him to be that guy. He showed up in week one, had, had has had his moments this year, but overall has been very inconsistent yeah um especially the last few weeks uh against denver he wasn't that good against atlanta he wasn't that great he had seven phase points then he missed two games because covid you were excited for him to come back just for him to get five fantasy mm-hmm. points against the saints but 
he was limited in that game and the other two games. I don't think Dak really went off. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, well, a game against Atlanta he did, but against Denver he did not. So the offense as a whole wasn't great, but against Washington, they've been one of the worst teams in the league against mm-hmm. the past. They he gets to play them twice two of the next three weeks. You also get the New York Giants, which who blow, and the Cardinals, who have been pretty good on defense this year, but against receivers, they're just like average. Mm. Um, so it's still decent. Yeah, you can definitely get him at a at a cheap price. And I'm not saying he's going to be putting up 20 points a week because he probably will have a crap game in there. Mm-hmm. But chances are, I think three of these next four weeks, um, he's probably going to put up. Maybe like a 20 game, then a 15, a 20, and then he'll probably have one stinker. But still, mm-hmm. will be big help for your team uh, as like a wide receiver too. I agree. There you go. Final trade targets, regular season. Or, uh, what was it? Redraft trade target episode of the year. Uh, your trade deadlines, if they reach to week 14, are now in the books. Um. Lamar Jackson, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, James Robinson, and Amari Cooper. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Get some wins. Get in the playoffs. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.